0: save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an ac pro recharge kit today be a pro with ac pro baseball season it comes and goes but crawford bach just flows and flows it's the bach to drink any time of year you don't need a reason cause it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the park, or low rider car show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs. This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Car Brewing, Car Brewing, Today the Houston Astros take on the Texas Rangers in Arlington in the third game of a four game series. The next to last game of the 2020 regular season for the Astros. These two teams have split the first two, but the Rangers with a come from behind five to four win in 10 innings last night. Jose Urquidy gave up two runs over seven innings. Alex Bregman had a home run. He drove in two. As the Astros have dropped two of their last three, Rangers ended a four-game losing streak. Astros are 29-29, and second in the AL West. They are in the postseason after the Angels lost last night. The Rangers, meanwhile, are 20-38, and last in the American League West. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Lance McCullers Jr. getting the start for the Astros today. His 11th start of the year, third start since coming off the injured list. And with the Astros knowing that they're going to be in the postseason and locked into the sixth seed, Dusty Baker saying today, McCullers probably four to five innings.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of a tune-up at this point. His last two starts have been fantastic. And what's showed up in those last two starts that weren't there in the regular season before that is that curveball. That curveball just finally appeared and it's looked Fantastic, Getting a lot of swing and misses on that, and that's what you want when you see Lance McCullers. Kyle Gibson getting the ball
0: for the Rangers. He has the worst ERA in Major League <laughs> Baseball among qualified starters at 5.87, but you wouldn't have known it with the way he pitched back on the 16th here at Minute Maid Park when he threw
1: a complete game shutout the first of his career. It just came out of the blue, and it felt like, you know what, Kyle Gibson found something. He said he did some things uh, mechanically. It, But it didn't show up that next game. You know, he pitched again since uh, that game against the Astros and didn't pitch very well. So not sure what we're going to get. What we did see that day, though, looking at that day against the Astros, and you're saying, well, the Astros' offense was really struggling. You know, Gibson pitched really well. He had sharp stuff. He was locating really well. His fastball uh, was 93 to 95 miles per hour. So on that one day, he really put it together. Can he do it again? time now for the keys to the game presented by honda visit your
0: local greater houston honda dealers for great deals in all models honda the official sponsor of the houston astros well the astros found out uh, pretty late last night after the angels lost at dodger stadium that they were in the postseason and so you look at the lineup today michael brantley's not in there carlos correa is not in there neither is george springer uh, martin maldonado also not in there as well so gary, chance, L- gary ldh gary ldh so a chance to kind of rest some guys and and you know you want to get everybody healthy and make sure everybody's healthy going into that first playoff game uh coming up on tuesday
1: that's right get them off their legs let them rest a little bit and be more fresh going into the uh the postseason starting on tuesday pretty pretty interesting you know the astros four years in a row now making it to the playoffs they've never done that in franchise history so that's that's really cool uh they deserve it man they've went gone through a lot this season a lot of adversity a lot of injuries and A lot of those guys went out there just about every single day when they didn't have many off days and really put it out there on the line. So uh, they're rewarded for that. And for two days, they can rest, relax a little bit before the playoffs start. Coming up next, we'll hear
0: from Astros assistant general manager Pete Putilla. And a little later, we'll hear from Carlos Correa and George Springer, who spoke with the media earlier today. But now this from your local station. What's even easier
2: than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes?
0: Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good crawford boxes
2: how about cracking open a delicious crawford bock carbox crawford bock pairs perfectly with peanuts stadium dogs and a good seventh inning stretch plus a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the astros foundation to support community initiatives so root 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 for the astros with a cold
3: crawford bock this season
1: pete putilla is my guest today hi everybody this is steve sparks pete is the Astros assistant general manager. He also oversees the player development and was largely in charge of uh, the alternate site that was taking place in Corpus Christi to keep players ready for the Astros. Pete, thanks for joining us. How you doing, man?
2: Doing well, thanks.
1: Appreciate you having me. You got it. So it, it went pretty well outside of a couple of, of little blips as far as the uh, the positive testing in, in Corpus Christi. Otherwise, it looked like you guys got a lot accomplished down there, didn't you?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was good, um, you know pitchers had to be staggered a bit in order to keep you know arms available for when the big league team needed it so some days we had more of a game atmosphere with pitchers on the top and bottom of innings and other days our our coaches had to get creative on those uh, the bottom of the inning when the pitcher was resting so definitely a unique environment but uh, staff worked really hard to keep the guys safe and uh, I think they got a lot of good work in. Talking about
1: a a unique uh, season Uh, you miss all Games in the minor leagues, so you lose a year of development for a lot of your players who didn't get a chance to go there. Uh, but you still lose a season, and that's really tough on, on the development, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's tough because while all the practice work is important, um, there's nothing like seeing better and better competition and, and just kind of learning where yeah. where you stack up and what you need to do to make adjustments. So,
1: who suffered more? You think you think the hitters suffered more or the pitchers? I think.
2: Probably the hitters, um, yeah. just given that there's more, I think more perception required there versus, you know, with the pitchers they're, they're able to kind of recreate some of the game atmospheres a little bit more easily and some of the feedback uh, that they can get on their own, given some of the new technology um, is, is pretty good. But uh, yeah, I think it's just hard for, for hitters to recreate, you know, some of that game atmosphere as compared to pitchers.
1: Hey Pete one of the players that we saw in spring training uh, I really liked it was Chaz McCormick and he was in at the alternate site was also on the taxi squad toward the end of the season with the Astros tell me a little bit more in depth about Chaz McCormick and do you think he can help the big league club pretty soon? I do
2: yeah he's uh, got a good approach um, at the plate you know he's able to shrink the zone and take his walks and, and find good pitches to hit and Last year, he really showed uh, a big jump in power production, right. um, really pushed him over the line. So, um, provides solid you know, defense in the corners. You can stand in the center if you need him. Um, so, he's, he's a really solid all-around player and really has an idea at the plate. So, looking forward to you know, when he gets his opportunity.
1: Love talking about some of these prospects, and a couple of them uh, showed up to Corpus Christi toward the end, and it was Corey Lee who was a first-rounder a couple years ago. A big time catching prospect, for, and then uh, the other Jeremy Pena, who we saw a quite a bit of in spring training, too. A shortstop. Where do you see those guys as far as their development goes, and maybe a rival to the big leagues? A couple years away, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. Now you see guys like Sam Huff last night, who finished in High A last year, and he's unfortunately against us hitting homers. But uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see with this lost season how these guys timelines. Yeah. may or may not change, but yeah, each of them's working on something different. Um, you know, Barber's the youngest of the group, so he's he's still developing physically, but um, all of them are are working to refine swing mechanics and and also just working on the defensive game. But um, yeah, each one's kind of in in a bit of a different spot in terms of what they're working on
1: mm-hmm. and what
2: they need. But they'll be down there in, in Florida with us as well.
1: Corey Lee, uh, the catcher that we just mentioned. Is he a uh, defense-first type of catcher? Or is, there, is there some something in the bat, too? There's some
2: some real power in the bat. I think the main thing for with him right now is he's he's trying to quiet down his stride a little bit uh, just to become a little bit of a better hitter. Um, he's definitely got the power. Um, he, he's, he's got an idea at the plate, and he's got a big arm behind the dish. So he really has a chance to be uh, somebody who can impact the, the game on both sides of the ball.
1: Talking to the Astros, Assistant General Manager Pete Putilla, you mentioned Florida. Uh, after the, the season, or I guess, I guess next week it's going to start up. Tell everybody uh, what you guys are going to do in West Palm Beach coming up.
2: Yeah, we're going to have uh, 50 players. Everyone's already flown down and they've tested and they're, they're isolating now, you know, awaiting test results. And uh, once we get those results back, We'll be able to do physicals. And then um, after physicals, you know, guys will have a light catch and hit the cage and whatnot. And then we'll be a full go for the next day. Um, Pitchers will ramp up to five innings by the end of camp. So we'll have quite a bit of uh, at-bats to go around for the guys there. So Five weeks? uh, About 25 pitchers. Yeah, five weeks through the end of October uh, we'll go.
1: That's good. So they're not going to play other teams though, right? You're going to keep it uh, like to inner squads and things like that?
2: Yeah, very likely um, we might walk across the street to play the Nationals, but um, just in an effort to keep the bubble small so that we don't lose time unnecessarily if a positive case pops up elsewhere.
1: All right, last thing with Pete Buttilla, We've talked about position players. I want to talk about that next tier, and I don't, I don't even know if it's fair to say there's a tier, but there's the Tyler Ivies and the Hunter Browns, the Brett Canines, those pitchers. Uh, are those guys going to be at that little uh, get-together at West Palm Beach?
2: Yeah, yeah, they will. There's there's uh, some some really good arms in, in the mix there. And, um, who am I Some of these guys there. Who am I missing? Uh, Peter Solomon is another. Peter Solomon, yeah. Yeah. Um, so th- there's a good mix of guys um, who are really, I mean, the next wave. And, um, you know, we're really excited with what we've seen from Urquidy and Javier and Garcia and, um, you know, all, all of the guys who have come up this year to contribute and be lacked. Um, but, uh, there's, there's another, another wave coming and, uh, it, they're, they're just as good if, if not better. And, um, you know, it's going to be excited, exciting to see all of these guys together, um, manning the bullpen in the rotation at some point.
1: Last thing real quick, Pete, uh, as far as guys coming over from the Dominican Republic and Venezuela and the other countries, is it going to be plausible for those guys to show
2: up at that the mini camp? Yeah. So guys who have already, um, Guys who already have visas um, are able to get their renewals, um, but guys who do not are not able to to attend because the Venezuelan uh, U.S. consulate is closed and then the Dominican U.S. consulate is uh, only processing visas in special circumstances. So, unfortunately, uh, there's a a crop of some of our younger international players who won't be able to make it. They're likely going to... uh, going to miss it there's still a chance but uh we're waiting to see all right man sounds exciting man
1: uh we appreciate it congratulations to you i know you're a big part of this and the astros clinching a playoff spot so congratulations and pete putilla thanks for catching up thanks appreciate it astrocast is poured for you by carbock brewing get highlights interviews the latest
0: news surrounding mlp and your astros Brought to you by Carbock Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes.
1: Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way.
2: Dusty, were you up last
4: night when uh, Anaheim lost? Were you, or, were you, or had you already gone to bed? And if not, no, when you? I was in the bed, but I got a call from my son, and I got a call from Joe. As uh, spotter, you know, you know, to give me the news, so that made sleeping a little easier. Well, what does it mean to you to 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 get your team into the playoffs now? Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy about it. I mean, this is why I came here, and uh, you know, this is what I expect expected from team, and this is what I expected from you know myself. It's been, uh, it wasn't an easy road, because I'm telling you, I mean, we got a, we had a bunch of obstacles including the coronavirus and then injuries and then, you know, all kind of things. So, um, uh, you know, it's very gratifying, and I'm, and I'm very grateful and thankful uh, to be here. What do you think about the fact you've taken five teams to the playoffs, only one? Well, I mean, that's uh, – I, I don't think about it much, you know. I mean, two of the teams that I took to the playoffs, you know, I got let go – you know, right after right after we went to the, a, a couple of playoffs. Uh, so, uh, you know, to me, like, the, uh, I'm, I'm not looking at, you know, the history that's, you know, that I've created. I'm looking at the history uh, of today and going forward.
5: Dusty, you, you said my? yesterday that uh, if you guys had clinched, there was a good chance today would be a bullpen game. Did, did anything mm-hmm. change between then and now that
4: led you to start McCullers? Well, I said maybe. You know, I mean, that's the key word. And uh, uh, so, uh, you know, we talked about it with Strami. And, uh, uh, you know, we just didn't want it. We just didn't want Lance to go a long time in between starts. If you
5: look at the, the calendar, is this safe to assume that you wouldn't pitch him on short rest next week in the playoffs? Would that line him up for a game three? Yes, it would. With Mm -hmm. all the different successes you've had as a manager, given what all you've been through,
4: is this one of your most special, one of your most special in terms of what y'all had to overcome? How do you view that? Well, it it was the toughest. I mean, it was the toughest, considered our road record, considered like I said, uh, um, you know, what we've been through as far as, you know, different changes uh, in baseball, you know, different rule changes, different... Um, on the road changes, you know, that's what, what was probably the biggest change and, and, and the biggest adjustments that we're still making adjustments to. Cause I was talking to Breggy, you know, he said that this was one of his and, and everybody's, uh, favorite hotel spots, you know, to, uh, you know, to come to. And usually there'd be kids in the pool and, and wives and family and everybody, uh, you know, here, but it's just strange not to have anybody see anybody in the pool other than a few guests at the hotel and, you know, no kids around. And, uh, it's been a, it's been a different year as far as just, uh, you know, I don't even, I don't even know the families, you know, I I don't think I've met only the only wife I met was Garneau's. And then I met Stromy's one time. And other than that, you know, usually as a, I like to create a family atmosphere of knowing. I I learned that in L.A. from the sort of knowing the wives, knowing the kids, and then you see the kids, you know, grow up later to possibly be ball players or, or you know, who knows, clergymen, politicians, doctors, lawyers. I mean, just it's, it's it's, you know, you miss knowing the, knowing the families and the closeness of. Of, of watching the kids grow. Do you have an update on Josh? Uh, nope, not yet. Uh, uh, he's 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 doing fine. He's getting better. We'll find out hopefully, uh, you know, today or tomorrow. Dusty, Dusty we break got
6: break the news break. on uh, Gary Pettis earlier today. Have, have you spoken to him recently, and, and how are his spirits right now, and
4: kind of what kind well, of emotional day was that? Yeah, I've spoken to him every day, and, uh, you know, uh, one of the most frightening things in life, you know, that I've been through was, was when the doctor tells you that you got the, the big C and you and it's hard to believe when you're saying, no, there's no way I got cancer. And then then you go from shock and, uh, of, of, of hearing the news to going on the offensive. Uh, there are going to be a lot of prayers. Uh, I talked to Beasley, the third base coach, uh, uh, with uh, – uh, Texas Rangers. And, you know, he's going to talk to Gary because he went through something similar. So he's four years removed where, you know, he was uh, treated by MD Anderson and, uh, you know, he had colon cancer. And so, um, you know, it helps to have a support group to have somebody that, uh, I mean, it's, uh, you know, they caught it early, um, which, which increases, you know, his chances and, uh, the doctor said that you know he has a great chance to beat this thing. I mean, you still got to go through the process, and uh, you know his wife is in Houston with him, and this is what we're all, but you know, afraid of. Um, you know, when you hear something like this, or you, you try not to think negative, you try to think you know very positive. But I know I got a couple family members and the, and quite a few friends that have that have beaten the the multiple myeloma, so. Uh, you know, attitude and, and prayers is a you know are the number one uh, assets that you can call upon.
5: Dusty, will Greinke start game one?
4: Uh, yes, at this point, yes. I mean, we don't even know we don't even know who we're playing yet. You know, I mean, that'll be more defined once we know who
3: we're playing. Who, who do you Dusty, to Any words? Sorry. Any words about about Cintron, his his recovery after his surgery, and when you guys are expecting him back?
4: No, he's back already. He's been back for a while. And he he didn't have surgery. Um, You know, they started to uh, do surgery, but they decided not to uh, just treat it with meds and and rest and good living. And uh, so, yeah, Cintron's back. He's been back for a while now who's uh, who's starting tomorrow's game for you uh tomorrow we got uh uh you know DeJong maybe unless we need him today so i mean it's 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 tba but right now it's DeJong. so valdez won't won't pitch again in the regular season uh probably not no
3: so do you know who so i just want to be clear you uh, tentatively who's starting game 2 for you in the playoffs
4: uh, tentatively uh I, I can't say yet because we, you know, we got a, we got an idea and a plan, but we just don't want to say yet because then if we change our mind, you're going to ask me, how come? So I'd rather uh, not go into that until, until we uh, put our heads together and until we see who we're playing.
0: Bases loaded, one out, bottom of the eighth. Astros and Diamondbacks tied at two. Correa waiting for another 2-2 from Junior Guerra. Here it comes. And Correa lines this one in the right field. It's right at Calhoun. He makes the catch. Tagging from third and coming home Bregman. The throw to the plate is cut off. Bregman scores. On the third goes Brantley. And the throw goes off the glove of the first baseman Walker, which will allow Tucker to take second.
1: The Astros lead it 3-2. to two. Boy, great job by Correa. He knew he had to put it in play. He shortened up. And got really good
3: wood on it, hit it right on the barrel, a shot to right field. You, know, you gotta appreciate every moment that you get to uh, make the, the postseason. Uh, it's very special. Every single year that we make it, um, it's very special. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a roller coaster type of season for us, you know, ups and downs, a lot of injuries here and there. Um, but we've been able to accomplish the first goal, which is uh, getting to the playoffs. And, you know, now we gotta go out there, get hot, and, and be able to perform in order for us to, to win in our World Series. Carlos, do you sense the lineup is, is
6: starting to click a little bit more than it was earlier this month? And how imperative is it that you guys do that going into the postseason?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think the at-bats are getting better. I think uh, we're, we're getting hot at the right time. And, uh, you know, when we get hot, we're a scary team. So, you know, hopefully we carry that into the playoffs and, uh, and you know, have a, have a great um, first series. How specific-
5: would you
3: assess your regular season offensively
5: uh, as an individual?
3: Uh, offensively, for me, you know, it's, it's obviously not what I wanted. Um, it's, been, it's been that type of season where you only get 60 games. Um, so if you get that one bad month um, that you usually get during a, 162, then, then, you know, it's not the season that you wanted. But at the same time, you know, I, I got to stay focused. Um, I feel like I was a lot better this year um, defensively, and that's something I, I really worked on um, to get better at. And, you know, it was a 60 game season, so you, you don't get that much time to be able to have those good two, three months uh, and, and be able to finish with great numbers. So I'm, I'm not too concerned about how my numbers are going to end up offensively this year because um, of the only two months. Um, but obviously next year, uh, come back and, and put up the numbers that I usually put up offensively. But I'm, I'm really happy with, with the way um, I was defensively this year. Um, you know, finally I was able to... I'm I'm leading the, the American League in, in defensive runs saved, which was something that I was always, you know, talking to a spot about. I was like, how am not making any errors? And, and, and my defensive run saves are not up there. And, you know, this year I'm leading the league with, with uh, eight runs saved. Um, the next guy up, I think it's five, and then two, the next guy in the American League. So that's a big accomplishment for me and something I really worked on really hard. Carlos, yeah. how
5: much more special is this for you guys after getting into uh, – postseason after all y'all
3: have been through? Yeah, it's, it's very special, man. Like I said before, it's been a tough year for everybody. And, uh, you know, with all the injuries that we've been through and all the ups and downs, you know, um, I think we're right where we want to be. We're in the playoffs and, and we're playing good baseball right now. I think we're going to get hot. The offense is starting to heat up. So uh, it's going to be interesting. We're, we're a very scary team to, to face in the first round of the playoffs. Some thoughts about Gary Pettis? yeah you know we we give him our thoughts and prayers Gary's a guy that we that we love so much he's been around since since i got to the big league so um we're obviously praying for him uh sad news that we got yesterday and uh you know we we want to win this World series for him. when you look at your when you look at your swing Carlos, is there
6: anything you can point to that leads to the lack of extra base hits that you that you've gotten this year
3: yeah absolutely there's a couple of things that i've been working on um which I do every single year. You know, you're constantly making adjustments in this game. But there's a few things that I can point at, um, and, and we've been working on the case. Um, so hopefully uh, that will translate in the playoffs.
5: You mentioned the, uh, the, you mentioned the defensive metrics. Um, they haven't been very kind to you in the past, even though I would say last year you were pretty good defensively as well. Did you change anything like, to improve your metrics this year? I know it might be a weird question, but did, did you do anything yeah. different?
3: Yeah, positioning, you know, playing a little deeper, on working on the first step is really important. Um, so I think my first step has gotten better throughout the years um, and just, just just being able to make plays, man. All those tough plays that, that I made this year, they help you big time on the defensive metrics, you know. Sometimes you might think you're not making errors, but if you're not making those tough plays on the hole or, or, you know, all, all those plays that look hard, um, your defensive metrics, are going to be up there. So I understood that and, you know, I take pride on every single ground ball. I try to not let, any, let anything pass, uh, pass me and you know, making all those tough plays is what makes uh, the defensive metrics go up and the defensive run saves, obviously. Carlos, ¿cómo te sientes con haber pasado a la post Sé que lo has dicho en inglés, pero en español para tu fanaticada. ¿Y algún mensaje que le tengas a todas estas personas que a través de las redes sociales, por alguna razón u otra, se han mostrado molestos Que los astros pasaron a la postemporada. Sí, claro, estaba muy contento de pasar a la postemporada, eh, cuarto año consecutivo, de verdad que eh, nunca nos cansamos de estar aquí, es algo muy especial cada momento. Eh, y esas personas, simplemente, pues obviamente sabemos que hay personas que, que no van a ser fanáticos de los astros, eh, especialmente por lo que ha sucedido, pero pues eso ya quedó en el pasado. Nosotros estamos enfocados ya en lo que, en lo que viene, eh, en el futuro, y pues ya estamos aquí en los playoffs, esperamos poder llegar hasta la final y ganar. Carlos,
4: ¿cómo ¿a sí, la postemporada te siente, se siente firme? ¿Cómo, cómo lo ves tú?
3: Al equipo. Sí, al equipo, sí, al equipo. Sí, tenemos eh, buen ánimo. Eh, nos pasamos testeando de grucha, eh, que vamos a estar 100% enfocados a hacer nuestro trabajo para poder ganar este año. Queremos llegar hasta ser mundial nuevamente. Esa es la meta que tenemos puesta como equipo. Hey, time for one question. Go ahead, David. David on mute.
6: Carlson was some complimentary rhetoric during the uh, the post the preseason about uh, the Astros. How have teams treated you on the field this year? And have they have they expressed the uh, disappointment with you uh during this season that they expressed to you before about you during preseason?
3: Uh most of the teams have been normal, you know, uh friendly, like 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 normal, like every single year. Um there's our teams though that have been chirping a lot. Um you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, all that is behind us. Uh, we're focused on playing baseball. We're focused on winning another world series. And all that is just just—it's just going to come with, with, with the intensity of the game. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we're just focused out there trying to win our series.
0: George, ready for a 1-0. Here it comes. And Springer cranks this one deep to center. Tavares is going back, still going back, looking up. See you later! A three-run home run for George Springer to give the Astros a 5 to nothing lead. Springer's 14th of the year.
6: George, what has been different about your swing uh, the last two or three weeks that, that's really gotten you going? Can you point to any um,
5: mechanical differences or anything that was different earlier in the year? Um, not really. You know, I, I, I think I was able to kind of finally slow things down a little bit. Um, you know, not really try to do too much. Um, and just re- really, really honestly slow down. Um, and that's kind of been the biggest, uh, inference for me. George, will y'all celebrate much what you all have accomplished or is it just business as usual? Uh, I don't know. You know, I, it's, uh, there's still a game that has to be played today um, and we're going to go from there. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're focused on, on the nine, you know, the nine innings or more um, that that have to be played today. And I'll go from there. How did you get the news? Were you paying attention or were you already, had you already gone to sleep? Um, I was actually on the phone with my wife last night and she asked if I wanted some good news. And I said, yeah, sure. And uh, she told me that Dodgers had won, so that, that's how I found out.
6: George, um, how much in a normal season would you watch video in game of your swing?
5: Me, not much. Um, I like to try to keep things as simple as possible. Um, you know, I, I I try to understand my swing um, before I go up there. So you know, I, I don't. It doesn't really bother me um, at all. But do you think uh, there have been teams around the
6: league and, and even your own teammates that have said the lack of video in-game this year may have led to some of the offensive decline around the league? Is, do you think that that's a legitimate gripe that, that some guys have that taking it away has is, is led to some struggles?
3: Everything's
5: individualized. I mean, it's, it's, it's really up to that guy. It's up to that team. Um, you know, I, I, I can only know and control what I can do. So it's, 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 it's all up to that guy. George, what do you think about what this team can do now that you're in the playoffs if you play like you believe you can play? I like our team. You know, I, I, I really like our team. Um, I lo- love the way our guys have been throwing, honestly. Um, you know, our, our, our offense can do things, um, you know, when we slow down, string things together. So, you know, I, I, I look forward to, you know, hopefully having that chance. Is there George, a team that you'd like to play? I'm just happy to be here.
3: Have you had a chance to talk to uh, Gary yet? We got the news today about what he was going through and and that he couldn't make should make a full recovery. anyway.
5: Yeah, um, you know, our thoughts and prayers are obviously with him. You know, I'm I'm, I'm extremely close to him, so it's it's uh, it's hard to hear. Um, but the good news is is it sounds like he's going to hopefully be okay. So you know, again, our thoughts and prayers are with him and and. Uh, and his family. Astrocast
0: is brought to you by Carbock Brewing, the official podcast of the Houston Astros.
2: See you later. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when
5: a thought hits you.